Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury, the premiere of the all new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Introducing the Lisa Chill Collection, your answer to hot nights. These mattresses beat the heat with ultra-cool covers, whisking away heat for the perfect sleep temperature. Save up to $460 on chill mattresses and get two free pillows when you shop now. iHeart listeners can save an extra $50 off by visiting lisa.com forward slash iHeart. That's l-e-e-s-a dot com slash iHeart. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details. Covering the sports betting landscape from coast to coast, this is Betting Across America on VSIN, the sports betting network. Back here, Betting Across America, presented by BetMGM. Dave Ross, Wes Reynolds with you. And Wes, right now, keeping a watchful eye on some major upsets potentially in the top 10, not top 20, top 10 mm-hmm. of college football. We already saw Ohio State go down. Right now, they're going to halftime at Colorado, and the Buffs. Have a seven to three Let's lead. Go buffs. How about that right. over number five Texas A&M? And you like Toledo today against number eight Notre Dame. And right now they're into the fourth quarter, and Toledo has the outright lead. Forget about the points, sixteen fourteen right now in South Bend. Yeah, the Irish have the ball though on the Toledo twenty-seven third and seven right now. Notre Dame minus four and a half, minus a dollar twenty-five at BetMGM. Ooh. Total down to forty-three and a half. One game that did go final when we had our guy Scott Seidenberg on mm-hmm. at the end of the last hour. I was sweating out Wyoming, Northern Illinois laid six and a half. Wyoming gets a touchdown. About a minute and a half left to go. Gets the deuce. Stop. 50 to 43. So seven was the closer market wide. There was six and a half early in the week. So the Wyoming Cowboys do get the cover. Blew a 20 point lead to Northern Illinois and then end up wind up at least pushing, maybe even covering depending on your numbers. So we do get home. Mentioned the Colorado A&M. Murray State and Cincinnati, 7-7. Seven to seven. Cincinnati looking ahead to those What is Hoosiers. going on today? Yes, uh, we've had some really, uh, some some crazy scores, I think, going forward. So, a uh, lot of games going on. Iowa, Iowa State, by the way, just about halfway through the first quarter. Been all defense mm-hmm. like we expect it to be yep. with these two teams. Still no score in that one. And right now, the Naval Academy down 7-3, to three, though. Oh. Air Force just got a touchdown. I'm sorry. I misled you on that I was, lead you in there. You Navy, but, so I thought. Yeah. Maybe the second, second quarter, only 7-3. to three. We mentioned that total got bet from like 44.5 to 39. I think uh, the stat I gave the last hour oh, since 2005. Stat. In service academy games, that being Navy against Air Force, mm. Navy against Army, or Air Force against Army, since 2005, under 39-9-1 when service academies play each Amazing. other. That's a nice clip of 81%, <laughs> so you can see why there was a five-point move in that game. Uh, we've had a lot of fun having Ben Falks with us all afternoon long, live at Mandalay Bay. And Ben, before we talk about some big wagers that you've seen come in, I just want to get an overall feel over there because, you know, we're here over at Circa. We hear the, the roars of the crowd here, certainly in the Ohio State game. Uh, what's it like over there, just the atmosphere on this second full college football Saturday? Yeah, I'm braving it out here, guys. It's open air. I know it's nice and cushy over there at the Circa, you know, soundproof studio there, a couple monitors up. 
Uh, we're dealing with the public out here. A couple minutes ago, somebody yelling, go, you piss ant. Oh. So not exactly sure what game, ben whether Fox that was a total. needs to be amongst the people. He yeah. is a man what, of the people, you are as man you know, Dave Ross. Go, you piss ant. Go, you piss ant. <laughs> so we don't know exactly which team that was in reference to or potential coach. <laughs> but, uh, could have been that like Wyoming two-point conversion. That could have yes. very well been. Yes. I think it's all on your perspective, and mm-hmm. that's a good cover. Depends on your prism, as we exactly always right. say. Uh, mm-hmm. Ben, you have seen some rather, uh, rather large wages coming in, and certainly there's one in the NC State and Mississippi State game that you saw there. What have you seen? Yeah, so one interesting one, uh, we have $165,000 on the over 55 and a half in that game. Again, a lot of large wagers coming in on totals, which is interesting. I think that was a big one. Another big one that's coming up on a game starting in a little while, $220,000 on the under 56 in New Mexico, New Mexico State. So again, not necessarily the uh, best of the games, but all the tickets cash the same. Absolutely right, mm-hmm. and, that, and that's the thing. If you feel like you've got a number, and I know that's been a very popular play today with NC State after what we saw from them in week number one against Mississippi State here, people are expecting those points to score. Right, and now I'd almost be looking at the home dog Mississippi State because, of course, NC State took USF to Slamtown. Right. Shut out last week. Right. USF obviously majorly outgained by Florida. I think it was 350 yards, but USF does get in the back door against Florida. And Mississippi State a little bit sluggish against LaTeX. They were down three touchdowns, came back in one by one. But by the way, Mississippi State did have some players suspended in that first half because of that Armed Forces Bowl bra- right. brawl that we saw or we referenced earlier against Tulsa, where Tulsa ended up losing to UC Davis, uh, an FCS opponent last week. So, you know, keep that in mind a little bit. At this point with the movement on NC State, I would be more prone to be on Mississippi State, and full disclosure, I have not bet that game as of yet. But, you know, sometimes you go against the market, and, and really, you've kind of seen a drop. I think this was two and a half. Now I'm seeing one and one and a half currently at BetMGM. So two-way action, I think, going to come late on this. All right, again, Ben's been doing great work for us today uh, out there at Mandalay Bay. We'll check back in with Ben later on uh, in this hour. But let's talk about some of these games uh, that we are getting ready to, to kick off here. And certainly we talked a little bit earlier in the show about Texas and Arkansas here in this one. Again, six and a half or seven, depending on when you got that number, if you're a backer of the Longhorns. But I, I know you kind of have a feel here that maybe Arkansas might be the right side to be on. I am on the Razorbacks of Arkansas at plus seven, uh, depending on your number. I knew that was going to go up and we were going to hit seven at some point. The old Southwest Conference rivalry, and by the way, it's six right now, so people Ooh. are agreeing on Arkansas. Yep. Six, six and a half. You had seven available, so it's not just what you bet, it's when you bet it. It's all about timing the market. That's the toughest thing to do as a sports better. It's not just picking the right sides or picking winners or handicapping, looking at numbers, looking at stats, whatnot. It's timing the market, and I took the seven. I thought that was as best as you were going to get, that we'd see resistance. That's what we're seeing One of the main reasons I did this was basically because it is kind of a market play. Mm. Texas overperformed the market last week, and we talked about that with Matt Hayes. They want to play those two quarterbacks and give the other guy a chance, Casey Thompson. It's like, go with Hudson Guard. He was terrific last week. He's the better quarterback. Yeah, and they won 38-18 to over the Raging Cajuns. By the way, we were ranked in 23rd in the country. And ULL also, remember, they beat Iowa State Mm -hmm. names uh, as a big underdog last year outright. So they took ULL seriously. All the wise guys and the Sharps came in on ULL. It was 14 and a half. It's like, that's a big number. Put some respect on that team's name. And they gave him too much respect because Texas <laughs> covered. And then on the other side, Arkansas got a little lucky to get ahead of the cover. Some uh, Sharps came in on Rice at 20, 20 and a half. Arkansas was down 10-7 at half, got booed off the field in Fayetteville. Then they were down 17-7, then 31 unanswered, including a touchdown in the final minute. So Arkansas got that lucky front door cover. But they can run the ball very well. I think their defense is very solid. And also, I don't think... I don't mind necessarily they got down to Rice because I think number one of his first game jitters for a lot of these teams. Sure. So that's why you don't want to, you know, put too much into a week one result because these kids haven't played in front of fans or they've been playing in front of like 10% full stadiums or whatnot, whatever the clearance was, depending on the region of the country that they're in. So it was like they haven't played with an atmosphere and, you know, it's game one. You got some jitters. They might Arkansas might have been looking ahead to Texas mm-hmm. because they oh, we got Rice here. Mm-hmm. We can go ahead and lick Rice. Uh, Rice, also a former Southwest Conference rival right. of Arkansas. Old school. And Arkansas, basically, they were the stepchild of the Southwest Conference back in the day because it was all Texas schools. Now, none of these kids were alive, probably, to see that. But I think this rivalry 
does matter more to Arkansas than it certainly matters to Texas. Arkansas looks at this, I think, as a bigger priority. It certainly means something to the fans, which means it certainly means something to the donors, which means it certainly means something to the coaches, because if the donors don't like you, the coaches are getting uh, run out of Fayetteville down there. So I do like Arkansas plus seven. Small lean to the under here. You're getting 56 and a half at BetMGM. But I don't know. I think Texas, you know, maybe a little bit overvalued off that win. I, I, I think Sark, you know, is trying to temper expectations clearly with these guys. But I thought that that was a big number to lay on the road against Arkansas. They're going to be conference mates again soon because Texas will be in the SEC. All I'm going to say when you said that Arkansas probably felt disrespected back in the day, I hope Jerry Jones and Jimmy Johnson weren't watching. Yeah. I mean, you, yeah. Frank Royals, God rest his soul. Back when they were winning national championships, Jimmy right. and Jerry were on those teams. Frank Burroughs, man. That just makes me think of Keith Jackson calling games <laughs> and college school, football. Baby. There you see Mr. Frank Burroughs. He could. All right. How about Georgia State <laughs> against uh, North Carolina in this one? And, again, we talked a lot about Sam Howe individually and how maybe the Heisman shine was off of him mm-hmm. after that uh, dismal performance against Virginia Tech. And it was interesting when we talk about UNC now and how the ACC needs them to be good, yes. to be quite honest here, right? So, again, the odds 25-1 to 1 for Sam Howell to win the Heisman Trophy. Does this feel like a get-right spot against Georgia State? you got to lay the 26 if you're a backer of the Tigers. You would think so. I'm probably not going to play it, but I'd rather lay it rather than take it. Georgia State, by the way, they were a home favorite against Army who is now 2-0, beat Western Kentucky. Western Kentucky late in the back door, but Army gets a win. And Georgia State lost 43-10 to at home, so it's like, okay, maybe there's a little regression there. The offense for Georgia State, I believe, had 11 returning starters, everybody back, and yet only had 177 total yards. So this seems like uh, old Mac uh, not very happy to lose that opener at Virginia Tech. Sam Howell sacked three times through three INTs. This has got to be a get-right spot. I'd lay it rather than take it for and sure. Again, we've talked a lot about value here, uh, and certainly in the Heisman watch. You haven't given up on Sam Howell, have you? Do you or do you think that just because that one performance on the road at Blacksburg, does yeah. that kind of prohibit him from getting I, back I've into this? I've sold off some of my shares of Sam Howell for sure <laughs> if I'm an investor. Haven't really dumped the portfolio yeah. as of yet because, look, it's going to take time unless somebody just, like, clears it out. But it's probably not somebody I want to bet right now until – you know, if he unless he just keeps putting up stupid numbers week after week after week. But keep in mind, they're not going to get Clemson no. until potentially an ACC title game. So can he do enough numbers-wise to really hang in there? Yeah, I'm probably with you on that one. You just feel like he doesn't have the, the resume builder to really, on, on a high-profile yeah. stage, to say, uh, other than Clemson, that he should be in consideration for the Heisman Trophy. couple updates. Notre Dame has taken back the lead only by one, 17-16 now in the fourth quarter, about 11 minutes to go there. My heart play not looking very good. They're going to break my heart in Syracuse. Rutgers up 17-7 with about seven minutes to go in that one. And in Blacksburg, the Hokies looking pretty darn good uh, to get that cover against Middle Tennessee, 35-7. Like, welcome to Las Vegas. You'll get your heart broken on a weekly basis out here. It's going to happen again. Right now, if you're a backer of the Qs, the live in-game play is 7.5. If you think Dino and company can at least get you one more score, we'll find out about that. Much more to get to. Other games getting ready to kick. We'll keep you uh, abreast of what those line moves might look like. And, of course, we will talk a little bit more about Washington in the big house tonight against Michigan and still a marquee game to get to. You are betting across America with West Reynolds. I am Dave Ross. This is VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services.
Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save 40% site-wide. Get 40% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscore team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscore.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. This is Betting Across America on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Football season is here. It's time to download BetMGM Sports. It's Nevada's premier sports betting app. BetMGM has all your favorite wagering options along with in-game betting, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the BetMGM app today and stop by any MGM casino on the strip with your state-issued ID to open an account and start placing sports bets from anywhere in Nevada. Whatever your sport, whatever your betting style, you're going to love BetMGM's state-of-the-art technology and fan-friendly specials every day of the week. Visit BetMGM for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older and physically located in the state of Nevada. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a problem, call 1-800-522-4700. Dave Ross, Wes Reynolds, back with you here betting across America. And we have seen that Notre Dame is getting a little separation from Toledo. They're now up 8, 24-16. But interesting note, it wasn't Jack Cohn getting the last touchdown. No, it was not. It looks like he has been benched in South Bend this afternoon. So. I believe it was uh, Tyler uh, Buckner that went ahead and That's threw right. that for Notre Dame. So, 55-yard touchdown to Tyree from Tyler Buckner, the freshman out of San Diego. So now, 24 to 16 Irish. Uh, Irish minus seven and a half, even money at BetMGM right now. 52 and a half on the total. So I'm trying to hang on here with that Toledo plus 17 over. Might need a little bit more help, but Toledo's been getting outplayed on the stat sheet, but not so much on the scoreboard. Notre Dame about a hundred yards more on offense, but two turnovers. Jack Cohn has a fumble and an interception. So. Looks like Cone at least has been benched for the day. Yeah. Uh, was the Heisman odds like forty to one? I'm like, that's right. Why didn't you drip down after last week? Well, maybe this is why with this performance. So uh, perhaps uh, the odds makers at BetMGM or whoever's putting up these Heisman futures were right on the money. So Toledo ten fifty one left to go, and now Brian Kovacs uh, of Brian Kovacs sixty seven yards. Now down just outside the red zone to the 22-yard line. So uh, Toledo, a play, one play, 67 yards, all the way knocking on the door. So maybe business about to pick up in Notre Dame Stadium. And you never know how it plays out. Your over could be back in play if Toledo can get this thing a little bit tighter and potentially go for two. We'll find out. Again, Notre Dame right now up eight. We've been keeping an eye on some of those top ten teams potentially in danger right now. Notre Dame up by eight. Look. Washington in the big house tonight against Michigan. It's such an intriguing matchup to me because, again, we feel like the right side from the sharp side is Mm -hmm. Washington after their dismal performance in week one. And Michigan looked pretty darn good in week one. So the value clearly is there on the Washington side. I I just look at this from from Harbaugh's perspective, and I go, boy, if they want to be taken seriously in the Big Ten, they got to beat Washington after what we saw uh, last week from the Huskies, right? Yeah, and I and I would get that. I took seven. By the way, it's mostly six and a half in the market right now. But like with college football, 
it's not like the NFL where buying onto a quote-unquote key number like a three or a seven, not as many key numbers. So if you want to buy it up to seven for the insurance, it's just minus 120. If it's NFL Sunday, it's like minus $1.35 right. or minus $1.40. They do not give that away. They will do uh, so uh, gleefully in college football. But, <laughs> yeah, I'm on the Washington Huskies here at plus seven. Uh, one of six teams last week in all of FBS to be upset in the opener by an FCS club. They were actually the biggest favorite on the board last week wow. to lose outright. 22 and a half points lose outright to the Montana Grizzlies, despite the fact that you hold Montana to 232 yards of total offense. And Roxy Bernstein, we were talking with him earlier. He'll be on the call for Arizona San Diego State tonight on Pac 12 Network. And he talked about Washington scored on that first drive. It's like, wow, they look good. Right. And then the last 55 minutes of the game, absolutely nothing. <laughs> 65 yards on the ground for Washington, 2.7 yards a carry. And, you know, John Donovan, uh, offensive coordinator up there at UW, pretty unimaginative. They run that pro-style attack. But keep in mind also, Washington was down their top four receivers. They lost one receiver on the first drive of the game. A couple of these guys, I believe, are getting back tonight. But they were down so many receivers that Montana could just stack the box. That's and right. that's why they forced Dylan Morris to try to beat him. Dylan Morris had a rough game, three interceptions. So, but you look at that as much as the bad news as I talk about with Washington. It was all good, good for Michigan last mm-hmm. week because they got bet against, I think it was 17, went down to about 16 at the close of business before kickoff. And they stomped Western Michigan, 47 to 14, 335 yards on the ground, almost eight yards of carry. Cade McNamara was pretty efficient, didn't really have to do a lot, even though he had two touchdown passes. Also, J.J. McCarthy, their true freshman, threw for one in the fourth quarter. But they did lose Ronnie Bell, who was uh, their, really their star receiver, had a 76-yard touchdown, is that for a the big year? punt return. He is out for the year with a leg injury. And I do think this is a little overreaction because one of the things now that we have in the college football market is we have these games of the year. And I think this was open. The lowest I saw might have been a draft game, Michigan minus one and a half. And then Circa here came first to the market, minus four. Immediately, Michigan got bet. And I think this was to drive it up to seven. And then some wise guys kind of came back on Washington, maybe to set it up a little bit. So I don't know if that was really a true position on Michigan, just getting out ahead of the market. So... That's why I'm on Washington plus seven, but Michigan, maybe Michigan's a lot better than we think. But. That's what I wanted to get to, because you look at here and you see the over was seven and a half, a pre-flop before the Western Michigan game here, at juiced up to minus 125. Mm-hmm. you got to feel pretty good after week one. If they can get this non-con win yeah. tonight at, at the Big House. Looking at a 4-0 start. Right? Then all of a sudden, if you took that over at seven and a half, mm-hmm. you'd be like, you're, well, clearly you'd be halfway home yeah. already before you really get into that meat of the Big Ten schedule. So... Maybe Harbaugh with lowered expectations. It feels like not not in Michigan, by the way. Yeah. But on the outside, looking in from a sure. gambling perspective, sure. Maybe they've lowered those expectations to now. It's almost profitable to start hopping on. And you look the at Harbaugh what Express. Michigan did. They changed a lot of that coaching staff. They Don did. Brown, who'd been there for years, he is now the defensive coordinator at Arizona, no longer at Michigan. So Harbaugh, and he brought in a guy from the uh, NFL. I, the name escapes me, but he comes from the Ravens staff. I think it was Mike McDonald or something like that, but he changed a lot of that staff, brought back Michael Hart, brought back Ronald Bellamy. These guys were Michigan players, very good Michigan players, and also from that Detroit area. So Harbaugh wants to recruit that area a little bit better, and this is a very young staff. And, of course, Josh Gaddis, who was on the Alabama Mm -hmm. staff with Nick Saban, now kind of has more full reins of the offense, and the offense looked very very good last week on both sides, passing and rushing, but... I am going to go against the grain here. It's a little bit of a hold-your-nose play with Washington because they did look putrid at home they did. to Montana. But you just wonder, just like Michigan, it's almost like, okay, is that too easy? I, I don't know. Uh, real quick score update, by the way. Toledo is in the end zone. Bryant Kobach from eight yards out. 24-22 to 22, Notre Dame. That two-point conversion for the Rockets, no good. About eight minutes left oh. to go in South Bend. Well, you're looking really good, though. Uh, certainly, you had that pre-flop here thinking that uh, Toledo could be able to hang tight. They are doing just that down the stretch they come in South Bend. Let's get to another game here because, you know, I look at Harbaugh and I go, he might be a, a pretty slandered coach publicly. Well, disrespect me with the money he makes in Ann Arbor, right? Mm-hmm. Clay Helton might be the most slandered coach. Major yes. college football coach that's out They've there. They've had in on the unemployment line for about five Seven years. years. I, I, yeah, you were like, saying that earlier. I think for every single year he's been in existence, they keep waiting to replace Clay Helton, but yet he doesn't mm-hmm. get replaced. Mm-hmm. So going up against Stanford tonight, they got to lay a big number here in 17 and a half. 
in this one. I'm starting to think that maybe USC really does have the horses here. David Shaw, very uninspiring in their first outing against K-State here. What do you make of this number, or is it too inflated based on how bad Stanford looked? I feel like it's high. This was 10 in the summer in that game of the year market, and then Stanford obviously looked bad, pathetic against Kansas State, 24-7. to USC outperformed the market a little bit because yeah. the market came in on San Jose State, went down from 16-14 to 14 at the close, and USC pulled away in the second half, got a 37 win over a team that did go undefeated in the Mountain West last year and won the conference, but... So on the surface, I'm just like, man, this seems high. But the Stanford program, yeah, I I don't know what's going on with these guys, but they just, they don't seem that talented. I don't know if David Shaw is thinking about, okay, my NFL prospects as a coach, but you're certainly not covering yourself in glory here. Even though Stanford 11 and three is dogs of more than a touchdown in their last 14. So, and it's a respected coach in David Shaw. Yeah. It's a guy that you feel like is disrespected in Clay Helton. Mm-hmm. So it kind of feels like here the value, and you mentioned the look ahead, that all of a sudden it's 17 and a half. That's inflated. Yeah, it feels like they're trying to drag me in, but I don't know if I want to take the bait here on the Stanford Cardinal because I looked at that number. I was like, wow, 17 and a half, a pretty solid defense at least, but right. the offense has been terrible. And I just think. You know, Stanford, it just doesn't look like they've had a lot of opt-outs, a lot of kids leave for the draft and whatnot. It just doesn't seem like the recruiting is there. And obviously, at Stanford, kind of like Notre Dame. Yep. you got to recruit. You can still get four- and five-star kids, but you got to get kids that are maybe more scholastically inclined, if you want to call it that. And Stanford just has not been getting the talent right now. Total up to 53. I don't disagree with that. But this is one I'm probably going to leave alone tonight. All right, if we have time before we get out of here in the next half hour, I do want to come back to Keaton Slovis here and just talk about Heisman. Because I'm always, look, we just talked about uh, Jack Cohen was 40-1 to 1 before mm-hmm. the game, and then he gets benched yes. in week number two. This is how quickly things can change in this market. So maybe a little bit more on that when we come back. But again, uh, right now we're getting close to a final in Syracuse. My heart play is not going to come through. They're going to break my heart. Rutgers right now leading 17-7 under a minute to go there. And you mentioned Notre Dame hanging on, hanging on to a two-point lead over Toledo, 24-22, about seven and a half minutes to go in regulation in South Bend. So we got you covered. Don't go anywhere. Betting across America right here on VSIN, the Sports Betting Network. Before you make your next bet, be sure to visit vsin.com to check the current betting splits data. The new feature gives you insights on where the money and bets are moving for every game. You'll be able to see where the public is betting based on the number of tickets and where the money doesn't match the public opinion. Data is available for Moneyline, over-unders, and against the spread bets. Betting splits are another way. VEASAN is here to make you a smarter, better year-round. Check out today's betting splits for every game at VEASAN.com. Dave Ross, Wes Reynolds back with you. And Wes, uh, we've been uh, getting great updates today, all day from Ben Falks live at Mandalay Bay. And we were wondering when we looked at uh, Oregon, obviously the big upset of the day, getting the outright win at the shoe against Ohio State. And Ben, I'm curious, how did the books make out with that Money line. I don't know how many people dipped their toe in on Oregon money line when you could have caught 14 and a half. But how did that money exchange hands? Maybe some brave souls there taking <laughs> the uh, money line for Oregon. Um, but yeah, a massive, massive win uh, for the book here, BetMGM uh, across the U.S. A seven-figure win, seven figures with again Oregon upsetting Ohio State. And again, that's because not only did they cover, obviously winning outright, knocking out all of any money line parlays, teasers, any, I, I don't know how many people are necessarily teasing Ohio State down from 14, 15, but again, any six point, seven point, ten point teasers, all those knocked out certainly with Oregon winning. So a massive, massive decision for the book. I think if we had Mike on now, he'd be in a little better mood. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and, and look, every week when we talk to Mike or pretty much most bookmakers, it's like they need one of these big favorites to go down and it'll make their day. If it's Ohio State, if it's Clemson, if it's Alabama, you knock out all that liability. And Ben brought up teasers. Of course, Ben and I were down 
uh, at the South Point for the event with the Brain Trust down there and Brent Musburger. And Jimmy Vaccaro was waxing poetic about not betting college teasers, which he's absolutely right. So there you go. You talked about upset of the day. Yeah. And that was kind of at least from a national scale the upset of the day in terms of shifting the balance of power in terms of the national championship. Mm -hmm. Biggest spread upset of the day just happened. It was FCS over FBS, and that's Duquesne. 29-point underdog at BetMGM. Ohio does score a touchdown with about one second left, but misses the two-point conversion. Ohio Bobcats now 0-2. The Dukes get the win 28-26, and the team that beat Ohio, that is now final score. Rutgers 17-7 over the Orange. Hangover effect. Yes. Once you play Syracuse week one. And then yeah. It hung over Absol- Syracuse Absolutely, too. man. They, uh, that took it out of the Bobcats. So Duquesne's going to get the win. 28-26 is over four touchdown dogs. You know, you, you look at it, you don't think that a, a big bet's going to come in on a BC game, right? And it doesn't mm-hmm. exactly jump out. But, Ben, I think you saw one come in. What was that uh, play like here that uh, maybe caught your eye? Yeah, we've had plenty of uh, sweats. I know Wes at uh, Wyoming there, sweating that, you know, minus six and a half. No problem. But this is one certainly (laughs) with uh, BC, again, a massive favorite, 37, 38-point favorite. Heading to UMass, you figure probably a pretty easy win. Well, one better at BetMGM certainly thought that, putting down $165,000 on BC minus 37. They then allowed him to put another $115,000 on BC minus 37 and a half. So wow. a lot of money down on Boston College, which is up 14 nothing at halftime. So again, we're talking about sweats. That's going to be a second half sweat for that better. And yeah. I've got an update for you there. Mm-hmm. It is right now in the third quarter, 28-7. So boy, you're mm-hmm. not feeling very comfortable, Ben, if you're that better with the double bet. Like, I liked it so much. All right, I'll take it even at a half point more. You're laying a lot of money, right? Just keep hammering it right now. Uh, Again, that updated score, 28-7. We've got a couple updates. Look, we have so many games. We can't possibly get to all of them on College Football Saturday. But for BC, one of the reasons why that is a lot closer, Phil Yurkovec, the quarterback for BC, is hurt. Also, Zay Flowers has left the game. So uh, waiting to see if there's any updates. But uh, Phil Yurkovec hurt his wrist, will not return today. So uh, that's going to be even more of a sweat. It is now Dennis Grossel under center for the Boston College Eagles. Started the second half doing so. So uh, Phil Yurkovec not going to come back. No word on Zay Flowers, but that better that laid that big wood against UMass. Look, I know you like to beat up on kind of the the patsies a little bit in FBS, (laughs) and certainly UMass has been so, but... uh, Going to have to uh, come from behind and fight for this one if you're betting the BC Eagles. That is absolutely going to be a sweat all day long. We appreciate Ben giving us the update on some of those bigger bets that he's seen out there today. I did want to get back very quickly to our USC conversation, but really in the context of the Heisman Trophy. And again, we've seen some things change today, obviously Mm -hmm. with Oregon's big win. We're going to see some of those moves coming uh, in the Heisman watch. But really Keaton Slovis here. And I look at his odds here at 30-1, to to win the Heisman. And again, you've got to think that Clay Helton's going to trust him and say, okay, we're going to ride your right arm if we're going to have any success this season. Do you think there's any value at 30-1? to And again, you would think today would be the type of game that Keaton Slovis could really show off a little bit here early in the season. I think there absolutely could be. I mean, look, uh, he's going to get an opportunity to throw. I mean, USC is not tailback you anymore, necessarily. They are not just a team that's going to run the ball. They brought in Graham Harrell, member as that offensive coordinator, oh, yeah. tried to run a little bit of a of a modified air raid, if you will, uh, over the years, kind of with mixed success there at USC. But they're a throwing team. They're not a they're not a running team anymore. So I think absolutely Keaton Slovis could be right in the mix of the Heisman. And uh, Iowa, by the way, has just taken the lead. About five minutes left to go in the second quarter. Now seven to three. Iowa Hawkeyes hit pay dirt in the end zone. Oh, and also uh, uh, looking at some scores here, Dave, uh, Toledo, Notre Dame fumbles the ball. Toledo does have the ball back. So just kind of uh, trying to keep an eye on that score. Toledo with about three minutes left to go. Now in Notre Dame territory, it is 24 to 22. So Rockets trying to pull the big outright upset over Notre Dame, number eight Notre Dame. I did not think in our first show together that we potentially could see the fall of two top 10 teams at home. Look, A&M's on the road right now. They're number five in the country. They're trailing in the third quarter, seven to three. But Notre Dame at home, Maxion, you didn't see that. No. And not many people, as we just heard, the books cleaning the house here with Oregon winning earlier today at the shoe. 
uh, beating Ohio State. It, it is crazy. And again, I think that's why it's good advice for the novice better about teasing. Now, I'll tell you a quick story. Yesterday here at Circa, I overheard people at the kiosk saying, well, look, we should tease down Ohio State. They're not going to lose the game. Mm-hmm. And or we can go the money line. And there was a couple guys trying to decide. And I thought, boy, to me, the safer play is to go yeah. the other way if you're going to. But that's the danger in the teases, right? That's the danger. Absolutely. So if you tease down Notre Dame today, boy, or you took a money line, forget about the tease. Now you're really just sweating it out on your money line play, potentially if you were laying that big a number. You lose so much value, too, on oh. teasing college football simply because it's a different game. Yes. There's more possessions. There's more stoppages in the clock. The games go a lot longer. I mean, some of these games in the early window went, like, over four hours. In NFL, they're usually done in three hours or 3.15, usually right. kind of uh, staying with that. So I think, you know, I just think that's so bad. I don't recommend teasing basketball either. Tease the NFL. Because you have key numbers and you have more conventional scores there. So that's why I don't recommend teasing. By the way, Toledo is in Notre Dame territory. I have the Peacock up on the phone here at 148 left to go. Toledo, they can get a field goal and win this game outright. So, uh, you know, Brian Kelly, is he going to double Peacock subscriptions after the game with what he's going to say? He wanted to execute his team, for God's sakes, after that first game <laughs> against Florida State. Actually, he just bossed the John McKay joke, Correct. so I'm trying not to beat up on Boy, him. Boy, everybody was just Brian, hammering he, Brian he Kelly may, for he that. May, he may not be joking, though, after this one if they lose to Toledo at home. All I will say is, and it was, it was a blast being on the nightcap last night with Sean King and Tim Murray, and, and Tim, and I, I said... You never called during the game. Tim's phone is off. Mm-hmm. But I guarantee you Sean's already left about four messages for oh, Tim. Because you yeah. know Tim Murray right now is sweating this out big time with millions of other Notre Dame Sean fans King and backers. Sean sw- going to twist that knife for sure on Tim Murray. This is where I think we Dig were supposed in. to have a, a segment, which we're going to have tomorrow yeah. on our Green Zone NFL show called The Sweat Zone when we get into that, you know, Final 45 minutes of the early window. Oh, it's going to be a about, sweat zone. You know, 1230 Eastern or 1230 Pacific time. Who thought we'd be sweating this game? Yeah, out? You're yeah, Notre Dame back yeah, just the, to win the game. The sweat zone needs to be a live camera at, at uh, Murray Manor here for Tim Murray to see how he is reacting to his Irish. Very quickly, let's take a look at those uh, updated odds here because, again, Notre Dame still is a min- the juice here. Minus a point and a half is minus 500. So, again, mm-hmm. people are just believing that if you're going to bet Notre Dame still to win this game and to hold on and win this thing, and they're not going to give up the go-ahead score. Well, now it's down to 145. It's literally moving in real time as we speak here at BetMGM. I, there's no way I'm going to trust that and lay the juice of minus 145 in Notre Dame. I just yeah. don't trust them right now. Do you? No, I don't. And it's third and one for Toledo, by the way, outside the 30. And they do bounce it to the outside. Not going to be a need for a field goal. Touchdown Rockets uh, here. So not playing for the field goal. I think Notre Dame actually might have let them score there. Because Notre Dame, I believe, only has one timeout. So they did not want Toledo, who has made three field goals. This guy by the name of Thomas Clucky has been absolutely plucky for Toledo. But meanwhile, Toledo in the end zone. I think Notre Dame just wanted to get the ball back. They might have kind of let him get the corner there. And again, the updated odds, it's moving as we speak right here. So again, uh, Toledo takes the lead. If you thought Brian Kelly was on the hot seat last week, just for comments that I didn't think he should be on the hot seat for but just the fact that they kind of blew an 18-point lead against Florida yeah. State and had to go to overtime. If they can't hold, if they can't come back and beat the Rockets at home, mm-hmm. wait till you feel the heat of that seat yeah. in South Bend. And Toledo, they didn't do the Bryant Westbrook here. They didn't fall at the one. Back more betting across America right here in Visa and the Sports Betting Network. Wow. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- National Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. 
Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. CNN Underscore's Guide to Sleep has tons of recommendations for products that can help you get the best night's sleep ever. All right, let's face it. Most of us have had trouble falling or staying asleep at some point. And there are a lot of products and hacks claiming to be the solution to our sleepless nights. That's why the CNN Underscored team spend hundreds of hours testing products to find the ones that can make a huge difference in the quality of your slumber. Visit Underscored.com now for our ultimate guide to getting better sleep. Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Discover what winning feels like at BetMGM. It's the best time to sign up because they're giving new customers a shot at an easy 100 bucks. Register using the code VSIN100 and win $100 in free bets when you place a $1 money line wager on any college football game and either team scores a touchdown. No matter what your gridiron game is, BetMGM is always ready for all the action. Enjoy parlay selection builders, daily promotions, boosted odds specials, and much, much more. Download the app or go to BetMGM.com and use the code VSIN100 to win $100 when you bet one dollar on any college football game and either team scores a touchdown only at BetMGM. The king of sportsbooks, new customer offer, paid in free bets. Eligibility restrictions do apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. If you have a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Nevada. We are in Nevada, in Las Vegas, betting across America with Wes Reynolds. I am Dave Ross, and this Notre Dame-Toledo game is officially Crazy. Yeah. So last we left you an update, Toledo had taken the lead. But as you pointed out, Wes, Toledo had the opportunity to maybe slide down, Mm -hmm. go to the one, milk the clock. Yeah, I remember Brian Westbrook did that many years ago for the Philadelphia Eagles, but college kids don't do that. They don't think about that, but maybe a smart move by Brian Kelly, because what did Notre Dame do? They came right back after Toledo took the lead. And Notre Dame has the lead back. Yeah, Jack Cohn back in the game. Touchdown pass to Michael Mayer. By the way, couple penalties on that drive against Toledo. A holding penalty against them. A pass interference that put Notre Dame down there in the red zone. And now two-pointer is good. Now 32-29. to 109 left to go. Rockets do have three timeouts. Keep that in mind. But now this game is officially over the total, covers basically all numbers. So uh, looks like we're going 2-0 on this one with the Rockets in the over. But Rockets still have a minute nine to at least tie this up. The kicker, by the way, his name is Clucky. And I mentioned Clucky has been <laughs> plucky today. He is 3-for-3 three three on kicks, going to try to go 4-for-4. Four four. Rockets do have three timeouts, 109 left. Don't want to pat ourselves on the back, but I hope you're with us the whole day today. Because yeah. smart plays, you had Toledo, and you had the over in the total. And... I had Oregon first half. We're, yeah. We're giving you a couple winners. That there are not we always going to be that easy. There we go. But we're trying to do our best here. Uh, ben Falks, I know he was also with you on the Toledo side. He's been doing great work out at Mandalay Bay today. Ben, I got to I just said, we talked about the atmosphere, right? You can hear it here. What's it been like at Mandalay Bay in the last two minutes as Notre Dame gives up the lead and then they take the lead back? It's been uh, it's been a wild atmosphere, really all day. Certainly, and we saw with the Ohio State and Oregon game, uh, just going back and forth. And fellas, it's when it's great to have the underdog. You know, it's going to cover, right? Mm-hmm. Toledo wins, Notre Dame wins. I don't care. I'm good. I got plus 17. We're <laughs> yeah. so going to sit back and watch the end of this like a fan. Money's burning a hole in your pocket over there, and and mine as well, Ben. <laughs> and Toledo 17, and then the total. So. Uh, Notre Dame uh, going to try to hang on here about a minute to go against Toledo. Hey, Ben, thanks so much for all the updates. Really appreciate it. Uh, and we'll see you again tomorrow on the Green Zone. So your work with us is not done for the weekend. But great stuff today over there at Mandalay Bay. Thanks, guys. Thank all you, right. Ben. Let's keep an eye on that Notre Dame game here. Uh, we've got a, a few minutes left in the show here. But again, also one of the game I just want to point out, Colorado is still leading uh, number five Texas A&M about mm-hmm. halfway through the third quarter right now. 
uh, Colorado on the move, and they are up 7-3. to three. So, yeah. again, we'll find out if Notre Dame can hold on. And you saw the, the live in-game wager now is minus a point and a half for Notre Dame. So you're feeling a lot better about that if mm-hmm. you did take Notre Dame for the comeback, which they did get. I know people are going to criticize Toledo and say, man, you got to make the smart play here and, and slide down mm-hmm. and milk the clock. Don't let Boy, Notre that's Dame. so hard to do, I guess, when you got that end zone right in front of you. And really, and also you got to be coached to do that. Yes, and sometimes you do. a lot of coaches don't necessarily point that out. But really quick, back to Colorado. You brought that up, this game being played at Empower Field in mm-hmm. Denver, Colorado. Not in Boulder, so not a true home game, but uh, – Haynes King, the kid out of Longview, Texas, who is the starting quarterback for A&M, replacing a four-year starter in Kellen Mond. By the way, he is out for the rest of the game, oh. only through a couple passes, so it is uh, Zach Calzada that is going to be in the game. And and really, this has been a tough road to hoe for Texas A&M. They are about to get the football back as Colorado is going to punt, the, uh, punt it back to him, but... Midway through the third quarter, wow. I didn't think that the under would be this easy, and I don't want to ever say that because this oh, could be overtime. It could. So you're always worried about that. So 7-3 buffs uh, as uh, our man Brady Cannon comes in here, his uh, daughter, a proud Colorado alum. Okay. Go buffs, Brady. So 7-3 over the Aggies, number five in very much trouble right now, and number eight trying to hang on Notre Dame against Toledo. Three-point lead right now for the Fighting Irish. And again, uh, Texas A&M down by four. We did want to talk a little bit more about the Holy War we discussed it uh, a little bit earlier in the program here, but Utah taking on BYU. Laying the number on the road is always dangerous, mm-hmm. obviously, especially in a rivalry game quite like this. But you do feel like Utah is the better team here, hence the seven-point spread. But BYU, any shot at not necessarily just covering, but maybe money line play plus 230 with all these this craziness that we're seeing so far today. Maybe it lends itself that way. Yeah, you know, one of the things I mentioned earlier, and Utah has won nine straight now in the Holy War, six and three against the spread, but seven of those nine wins were by eight points or less. So these have not been blowouts. These are always very competitive games. So that's why it's tough for me to lay it here, even though I think if you did the right thing, I think you did do the right thing if you laid Utah at six and a half early in the week. Hasn't really gone up past seven, been enough resistance, probably some equal action on both sides. I've seen more opinion more on the Utah side, Mm -hmm. and that is the side I prefer, but I'm not going to lay seven on the road in Provo in a rivalry game. Utah didn't cover against Weber State in the opener, but I don't think that's really a demerit necessarily. Yeah, Because Weber State was in the FCS playoffs last year. They were undefeated in the regular season, and obviously that smaller in-state school they get up for the bigger state school, and we've seen that kind of time and time again. So I don't really disrespect the Utes for that. BYU, meanwhile, got out to a 21-3 lead over Arizona. That game was played over at Allegiant Stadium right here in Las Vegas. But then BYU kind of, you know, just let Arizona hang around. Arizona actually outgained them by 60 yards. Uh, and, and I think BYU is still a solid team, but the step up in competition is why you're seeing that line, I think, at seven. Because really, BYU, I don't want to discredit them, nor no. Zach Wilson. Zach Wilson took advantage of a soft schedule to be the he number did. two overall pick in the NFL draft. We'll host start tomorrow against Carolina on the road. And... They scrambled to get that schedule because of COVID-19, but now step up in class and competition. This game got canceled last year, so now you're playing a Pac-12 team, a lot more Power 5 teams. BYU is playing, so for me, I'm going to leave this one alone, maybe get involved in-game or maybe like a halftime play, but I think seven's about right here. Okay, let's just say you've had a rough day, right? Mm-hmm. You, you took Ohio State. Maybe you took Ohio State money line. If you, I don't know why you would do that, but maybe you did that. You get to the end of the night and you go, man, I just, I need a winner. And you go, what's the last game on the board? We got Hawaii, we got Oregon State. Which way should we be looking here at the Beavs or Hawaii in this one? The last game on the board of the evening is do you have a lean either way when you evaluate this? I think the number's about right. Small lean to Oregon State, who actually probably should have got the cover against Purdue, yeah. who is boat racing UConn, I think 49 <laughs> nothing at last check, but... You look at, I just haven't been impressed with Hawaii. Now, this is their third game because they were one of the few that played that. Week well, zero. If you want to call it week zero, yeah. whatever it is. But 0-2 against the spread, failed to cover by double digits. And meanwhile, you look at Oregon State. They gave up that late TD in the cover. It was 30-21 in West Lafayette, Purdue with the victory. But, you know, Jonathan Smith, I think, has done a good job. Former Oregon State Beaver quarterback taking over there. It's just kind of like you're, he's just a little bit down on talent when you're competing against Oregon and Washington and USC in the Pac-12. Just not going to get the maximum talent there. So you got to get three-star kids. 
that'll run through a brick wall for you. So I do lean. I don't know if I want to lay necessarily over double digits. Uh, you know, Rainbows, they've allowed 34-plus points or more in 29 of 41 games. They had that wild game with Portland State where they didn't cover. So small lean to the Bs, but probably not going to get involved in the bailout game, at least from this standpoint. Uh, very quickly, some score updates. Uh, Air Force still over Navy 7-3 right now. And again, that total is at 23.5. I bring that up because we saw the Syracuse and Rutgers total at one point go down to 19.5. Of course, it did get over was uh, you know getting 24 points mm-hmm. there in the Rutgers win. And also, again, keeping an eye on Toledo and Notre Dame. We are under a minute to go, about 36 seconds to go. Uh, what do you make of, of what we're seeing there with Toledo as they try to at least kick a field goal to tie this thing, potentially send it to over? Yeah, they're on their own 16 right now. Looks like they're taking a penalty here. Just 35 seconds left to go, two timeouts. Rocket's going to need a big play and need a big play in a hurry. But uh, had a good day so far, yeah. us, Dave. But 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 one rough one, I will admit, is UAB plus 26 and a half. Stetson Bennett, six touchdown passes uh, in place of JT Daniels. So Georgia definitely not falling prey to that sandwich spot. Yeah, absolutely not. And again, we are still keeping an eye on Texas A&M. Still, that clock just keeps on bleeding in that third quarter. You like the under in that game four minutes ago in the third quarter. That seems like the right side to be on there. And again, money line play here now, if you want it, minus 115 for A&M. So if you mm-hmm. believe that the Aggies can come back with a backup quarterback, you're going to get probably the best value you're going to get right there. But right now, the buff's still up 7-3 uh, to three in that, that one. Wes, it's been a ton of fun here betting yeah. across America with you. Let's do it again tomorrow. I think we're going to do it again tomorrow with the and NFL. And a size edition. One more hour of me and the big guy over here. James Salinas and Brady Kane are going to take you next. Pro Football Blitz right here on VEASAN, the Sports Betting Network. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. There's plenty to celebrate in March and ex- Craft Month with the perfect pizza at home class from Craftsy. And anytime is right to listen to iHeartRadio's iHeartCountry Radio. Discover more shows and movies for free. Tired of restless nights? At Lisa, we know good sleep is essential for mental, physical, and emotional health. From memory foam mattresses to hybrids that keep you cool all night long, Lisa's mattresses offer exceptional comfort and support with free delivery and 100 nights to try out your mattress in the comfort of your home. For a limited time, save up to $700 off select mattresses plus two free pillows. Go to lisa.com slash iHeart for an additional $50 off mattresses and select goods. Exclusions apply. See lisa.com for more details.